What about people who say you're only interested in the Middle East for oil? What? Huh? Oil? Who says in my oil, bitch? You cooking? Oh. After carefully examining the region, uh, me and my cabinet agree that that area is definitely ripe for regime change. All right. But if I can be real about it. Be real, son. Real? Be real, real, son. Try to kill my father, man. What? Yeah. And play that shit. Say word, he tried to kill your father, son. That nigga tried to kill my father! Everything we love, we coming to see y'all, son. All right. Um, <laughs> well, welcome everyone to uh our whatever SM latest. i think this, this is yes the latest and greatest episode of uh i didn't know i couldn't do that and why <laughs> and, uh, is this the latest and greatest ladies and gentlemen why because of every show every episode of Chappelle was great but uh the one we're going to talk about today it's it's high up there on the list, I tell you. Black. I would say Bush. I would say it might be, and and at at the same time, it it's one that I think. What was it like the last season? Um, I can't remember if it was even. Yeah, this was season two. I don't even remember what episode. I could be completely wrong about that. Whenever, like when it came out. But it was it was at an interesting time in our uh, in our history. <laughs> um, I can't believe it's been that long. But I mean, we're talking about two thousand three, two thousand four, when we uh, war with Iraq. Season two, episode thirteen, perhaps. But yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a a interesting time um, in in history, um, and little did we know that it would mirror so much that would somewhat happen later on down the line with with a totally different cast of individuals, but uh, just. He he was just so I think he was, you know, Chappelle was just so far um, before his time, I do believe, in, in the comedy sketch game. Yeah, and this was. Yeah, OK, it was. You're, yeah, it was uh, season two, episode 13. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was also the one with uh, Lil John. Lil John. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so this was April 14th, 2004. My goodness, we're getting old, man. What's that, like 16, 17 <laughs> years ago? And it is still a timeless classic. I was like, I was in high school, and I guess you were in college. Yeah, I was uh, in maybe my second year of college, perhaps. Second, maybe. So this is interesting, because this was, um, you know, we, we 9-11 happened, and, uh, you know, it was everybody was ready to, to go to war, you know, with pretty much anybody. We just wanted, everybody was angry. So it's like, let's drop some bombs on one of those countries over there that ends in a stand. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then like nothing really, nothing really happened. And then, um, you know, what, 2003, like March or April, 2003, we discovered that, uh, we were, we found ourselves at war with Iraq. It's interesting how you how you put that. We found ourselves at war with Iraq. Yeah. Not that, you know, GW said, you know, God damn it, we're <laughs> we're fixing to, you know, we're fixing to go over here and, and blow some shit up. But we <laughs> found ourselves involved in a war with Iraq. I like how you did that. Yeah. Well, it just seemed confusing. I remember even then, I was, as like a teenager, I was like, wait, what? Iraq? Because, <laughs> like, like, you know, if it was a response to the attack, then Iraq really didn't have shit to do with it. <laughs> but, right. Uh, and then, of course, you know, people, people in the in the far left, not even far left, just people in the left side of politics were saying, well, this was all about oil 
And this was just an excuse to go in there. He wanted to go in there anyway. <clears throat> so let's back oil. up a little bit. I have a question. So let's see, 2000, 2001, you were what? <laughs> what, what? What grade were you in? What, 2001? Yeah, I was in <clears throat> seventh grade. Okay. So, yeah. Because I knew I was in high school, and I remember being on the campus of uh, CHS when all of this took place, when the actual uh, bombing uh, took place. I was actually in the library. Um, so, you know, I remember the scramble and everyone gathering around TVs and just the whole dark nature of, of the time. Um, but I was just trying to picture where were you at in that stage of life? Uh, couldn't, you know, if you were in junior high or Baker Coons or, you know, whatnot. Yeah, junior high. And it was the same. Yeah, it was one of those days where whatever was going on, it was like, no, we're just going to sit here and watch TV all day. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was. And, and so fast forward a while, I guess immediately after that, we did do a couple of bombs over. Uh, we dropped a few bombs over Baghdad. Uh, no, we we dropped some bombs in in Afghanistan, I guess. Um, you know, there wasn't a huge like response. And I think everybody was just that was one of those times when and this is rare now, like that this would ever happen. But everybody sort of came together for the most part, right and left. And in the fact that we were like this, this is crazy that this happened and we have to do something. Everybody wanted to do something about it. Right. And of course, you know. April of 2004, when the sketch came out, um, one of us, I will not say who, was a uh, Republican. Mm. <laughs> I can this cut that is, out if I have to. This is true. One of us was uh, was um, more on the conservative side of, of the spectrum. So just like, um, I, you know, so... So, yeah, we, we invaded Iraq uh, the year before the sketch came out in uh, 2003. And, you know, then the, the sketch comes out a year later, just wondering what your take on <laughs> at the time when, when, when the invasion of Iraq happened. Like, were you thinking like, yeah, this is good. Let's go get them. Or were you like, wait, this is the wrong country? Yeah, um, during that time, it was just. It was, um, I, I felt a, I felt, yeah, wanted to go in and, and, uh, just felt like, wow, let's go in there and get them because a part of me and as well as the conservative base felt that it was pretty much all tied together mm -hmm. that going down that rabbit hole that still, still and yet that Iraq was either funneling or financially providing the funds for, um, you know, everything that happened with the 9-11 attack. So that's just where, you know, the conservative mindset uh, was at that point in time, you know. Um, of course, you know, you heard the rumors of of oil and Daddy Bush and, and all that, but still and yet, we found a way to manipulate it to to tie it in with 9-11. Yeah, they made some very kind of vague and nebulous sort of connections. Uh, right. Like you said, like they right. were funding it, like the, the money was coming from Iraq and, and this and that. And um, it was, it, I, my thing is, I feel like it was a lot easier to strike back when you have a, a specific target, a geographical like target, like, this oh, most country. definitely. Yes. Because what we were really dealing with was a faction of organizations, sub organizations in all these different parts of the world from different countries in Africa, all throughout the Middle East. And that's kind of harder to it's kind of hard to go after them when they're all over the place. So we're like, let's just I don't know. I almost feel like it was it was the the Iraq thing was just a thing that uh, and we'll see it in the sketch. Obviously, it was something that we could do to check the box and say, look, we we did this and mission accomplished. <laughs> Which, right. Of course, here we are like 17 years later. We're still we still got troops all over the Middle East. I mean, right. 
but um but yeah it was it was uh it was easier and plus you know there was there were people around George W Bush cuz let's keep in mind George W Bush was not the smartest guy <laughs> you know i mean <laughs> so you know he had he had people in his ear saying this is what we need to do and right. uh you know when you remember, if you remember seeing his face when he was sitting in there reading to kids and they came in there and whispered in his ear that we were under attack he'd talk about deer in the headlights he <laughs> sat there it for was. like he sat there for like 11 minutes <laughs> it was so, it was you know but i will say this about old gw over the past 4 years I've learned to appreciate uh, GW and uh, you know, it's over the past four years, the things that we have went through in this country, I look back now and I go, you know what? GW wasn't that bad of a guy. Nope. <laughs> it was fine. I, really. You know, <laughs> I wish that those were the problems that we had, you know, like exactly. Oh, that's what I'm getting at. It was like, you know what? GW's, you know, really not that bad of a guy. And it was, and it's to the point, it was so bad to where you almost go, you know what? GW was, was a pretty cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, you're, it's, it's sadly true. It's I like, mean, I'm, wow. I'm dead serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, things got put in perspective pretty quick yep. on that. It's like, yep. He Absolutely. went from being, you know, people throwing shoes at him, <laughs> saying he was a, <laughs> a war criminal, to, uh, hey, he was a pretty good guy. He was funny. <laughs> yeah. He did. I mean, he was funny. He had a great sense of humor. Um, and, and yeah, it was, people wanted to prosecute him. Remember that? <laughs> Put George right. Down. Like, by comparison... <laughs> Not that bad at all. Not that bad at all. And since we last spoke, uh, since we last did a, a one of these, I think uh, we had we we were in the middle of an election, and uh, you know that we played the SNL clips from Dave Chappelle hosting um, Saturday Night Live the day after uh, the 2016 or the Saturday after the 2016 election. Then we also played the the Saturday Night Live uh, after the 2020 election. So um, the last time we did this, we had just received word that we have a, a new president in the in the White House. And we had, of course, I think that's going to be like a new thing. After every election, Dave, Dave's going to host SNL, I guess. I think that's great. Right. But um, since then, <laughs> we've had what? It's, 2020 came to an end. Um, we, were, we were saying at the time, uh, Trump had not conceded the election, and he kind of still hasn't. <laughs> never really did. Um, never, never will. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he, he finally, you know, left like, I don't know, 6 a.m. on the morning of <laughs> inauguration. <laughs> First time in history, I think that we the uh, the former president did not attend the inauguration of the incoming president. Despicable. And of course, we we all knew that he wouldn't. So none of that was surprising. Uh, but before that, we did have a. Uh, <laughs> this is where <laughs> my catastrophizing came into play. Uh, worried about these these people on the right with their guns. Um, we did have a uh, an insurrection incident <laughs> at the Capitol. <laughs> Mm. Um, you know, it's been a while since we've done an episode. It has. So we had that whole thing happen. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I, that seems to have quieted down, but I, yeah, I, don't, I don't even know why I brought it up. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Sad, <laughs> but, but terribly comical at the same time. And to, yeah, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. We don't even need to go down. Uh, yeah, it's mm, that man. Mm, <laughs> he's responsible. Yeah. And of course, but, we, you know, also this, the first president to, to ever be impeached twice. 
but of course, you know, the Senate acquitted him again because that's what happens. But again, that wasn't not surprising. hold on. But let me back up there. Not that we're just going to, you know, jump into politics, but uh, on the same hand, this episode is is about politics, basically, and sketch comedy mixed in with politics of things. Yeah. But we must point out that unlike majority of of these impeachments and the votes and how it's typically um, uh, party line voting, he may have been acquitted, but it was not by party line vote. There were several, and I mean, quite a few, what, seven? Mm-hmm. Was it seven Republicans that, that joined over uh, with the Democrats to to uh, move to have him um, convicted. convicted in this situation? Um, but, of course, when it comes to, you know, the impeachment process, it's it's not by the majority on that. You have to have, you know, uh, I forget the percentile um, to get the conviction. But yeah, that's the only thing that stopped him this on this go around. You know, first go around, I think it was party line. You know, people yeah. sticking firm with parties. But this one, you actually had about seven Republicans that said, uh-uh, we are going to hold him accountable for the attack upon our democracy. And, uh, you know, kudos to those seven. Let me just say that. Yeah. Um, for, for standing on principle and morals. And, um, you know, yeah, kudos to them. Um, we didn't get the, the guy, but, you know, we, he was definitely guilty. Right. That's been a, it's just been a very dark time in American history. <laughs> it's like, wow. Uh, the guy... The guy that hosted that reality show <laughs> became president, uh, and and it got it got really dark. And uh, yeah, wait, what else? What else? What else are we even going to say about it? It's it's whatever. It's over for now. <laughs> for now, now. And um, so yeah, speaking of horribly awful presidents, let's go back in time to uh, our. <laughs> Our, our good pal, George W. Bush. And uh, so this was the it's, the IMDb description says Dave's, Dave considers how recent events would have played out if President Bush were black. Um, so without further ado, uh, we'll see how that. Would Ladies have and gentlemen, if uh, I bring to you black Bush, <laughs> isn't that kind of how he brings? It is exactly yes, exactly what he did. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's just run through it and then we can discuss. Gentlemen, I bring to you now Black Bush. President Bush continues to make his case for an invasion of Iraq. After carefully examining the region, uh, me and my cabinet agree that that area is definitely ripe for regime change. All right. But if I can be real about it. Be real, son. Real? Be real, real, son. Try to kill my father, man. What? Yeah. And play that. Say where they tried to kill your father, son. That nigga tried to kill my father. Everything we love, we coming to see y'all, son. Meanwhile, President Bush and British Prime Minister Tony Blair offered a spirited explanation for a possible war with Iraq. This nigga very possibly has weapons of mass destruction. I can't sleep on that. Not on my watch. That's not how I roll. That is serious. Now, if you don't want to take my word for it. Why don't you ask Tony Blair? He got a whole nother set of intelligence. What's, what's up, Tony? We don't know much about the city. But we can't trust random niggas with things like that, as George so eloquently put it. I'm, I'm with him 100% of the way. We don't know what he has. If the United States goes to war with Iraq, will it first have to provide evidence that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction? So far, the UN has found nothing. But President Bush counters with this. The nigga bought aluminum tubes. Do I need to tell you what the f- you can do with an aluminum tube? Aluminum! They don't scare you? Fine. I don't even want to say this. The motherfucker bought some yellow cake, okay, in Africa. He went to Africa and he bought yellow cake. Are you sure? 
Yes, I'm sure, bitch. I got the CIA right here. He'll tell you. Oh, you sure? I can't believe you. Black head of CIA. Ridiculous. Me and Jeb just coming back from Africa. Cradle of Some of This nigga out here buying yellow from the motherland. Are you sure it was yellow cake? Y'all niggas don't believe me. I got some yellow cake right here. Look, see, you believe this now? Y'all drop that. No, I know what to do with it. But I got it wrapped up in this special CIA yeah, napkin. Don't drop that. Yeah. You hope I don't drop this. Pray to God you don't drop that. Yellow cake. Right. <laughs> fucking right. For this administration is the theory held by many that the real reason the U.S. is so interested in toppling Sodom is control of the oil that Iraq is sitting on. What about people who say you're only interested in the Middle East for oil? What? Huh? Oil? Who said something about oil, bitch? You cooking? U.S. Secretary General Kofi Annan and made it clear the U.S. will act even if the U.N. is reluctant. U.N., you have a problem with that? You know what you should do? You should sanction, sanction. me. Sanction me with your army. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You don't have an army. I guess that means you need to shut the up. That's what I'd do if I had no army. I would shut up. Shut the up. You might speak 16 languages, but you're gonna need them when you in Times Square selling fake hats. I know Gucci when I see it, nigga. I'm rich. <laughs> I got a coalition of the willing. I got 40 nations ready to roll, son. Like who? who said that? Huh? Huh? <laughs> England. Japan's sending place. England. Bankonia <laughs> said they're willing to drop bombs over Baghdad. Coming. Africa Bambada and the Zulu Nation. That means I'm not doing this by myself and I'm not disrespecting the UN, even though they don't got no army. Go sell some medicine, bitches! Trying to get that all! Oh! The U.S. fired the opening salvo in the war on Iraq with at least 40 Tomahawk cruise missiles and precision-guided bombs, centering on Baghdad. Good evening. We Tonight, President George Bush is on board the <laughs> aircraft carrier USS Abraham Lincoln off the California coast. It will be the site of what is essentially his victory speech in the war against Iraq. Uh -uh. What did I say? I'm not gloating, but what did I say? Did I not say that we would win it? We rocked them, Bambas. We rocked them. Nigga, you see me coming on that plane? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> For the second straight day, these hardline Iraqis protested the American presence here. Mr. President, when do you think they'll hold general elections in Iraq? Damn, I know I shouldn't have called on this nigga. I shouldn't have called on you because you're always trying to distract motherfuckers with things like the war and skirt all the real issues. Gay people are getting married, folks. Man. Yes. Nasty. Imagine that. Two women touching on each other's titty balls. Wrestling. Gently stroking those nipples till they get just so stiff and erect. Blowing on them. Man, barbecue. I like you. I like you too, dog. Let's get married, man. It's crazy. What about your relationship? That is gross. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, Mr. President, sir, how do you explain the continual upheaval in Iraq even after the capture of Saddam Hussein? Why are you doing this, man? <laughs> I thought you was my black brother. Why are you asking me questions like that? Fine, I'll answer <laughs> your stupid ass question. Here's how I feel about Iraq. I feel like you guys keep trying to distract people with Iraq when I'm focusing on other things. Namely, the moon. Yes, I said it, the moon. Can't be distracted. What's going on with the war? What's wrong with the economy? Stop worrying about that. I got that under control. Lock focus on space, nigga. Space. The United States of space. Because I ain't stopping at the moon. <laughs> Write this down. M-A-R-S. Mars, bitches. That's where we are going. Mars. Red rocks. Yay, yay.
I love Okay, we will definitely be getting a cease and desist yes. letter for that six minute clip. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> I love that the, the end, it's like uh, <laughs> the, the text on the screen. It's like uh, Mars, bitches, and uh, no gays settling down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight classic, man. Great. These were, these were the things that were, you know, and there's a lot of parallels between the <laughs> George W. Bush's ambitions of, you know, going to space, <laughs> going to Mars, and um, our former President Trump. We did have... Uh, space the, Force. The Space Force, yes. <laughs> yeah, there was actually a, a Space Force. I guess it's still around. Space Force. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure Biden will defund it, but yeah, Space <laughs> Space Force. So um, we, were, we were literally going to have the United States of Space. <laughs> And it's funny because they talk, I'd forgotten about this. They talk about Mars. Didn't we just land some shit on Mars like two days or three days yeah. ago? Yeah. So these I, things. I believe so, yeah. These things are 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 coming true. Um, but let's discuss. Let's, let's, let's back up. And uh, Darren, I'll let you speak to this, uh, you know, in terms of. The, Which part, uh, buddy? Where, we, <laughs> where do we want to begin? Where do where I start? Do we want to begin? Well, how much time you got, buddy? <laughs> where would I start? Um, let's go to. I mean, just the uh, the the premise in general of um, you know the the idea that um, some people. We're able to see this for for what it was, I guess. Uh, we kind of talked about this already, but the whole thing about you know they tried to kill my father. I don't play that shit. <laughs> and uh, word on everything we love, we coming to see y'all, son. Everything we love, we coming to see y'all, son. That was uh, that was Black Rumsfeld. Yeah, that was Black Rumsfeld, and then we yeah. had we had the black head of the CIA. Yeah, <laughs> at the yellow had, cake. Had Black Tony Blair, <laughs> With Jamie Fox. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Fox playing Black Tony Blair. Um, you know the, I think, just, I think the premise of this was just showing, um, a couple of things. I think it was taking some shots at Bush, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think as well, it was it was playing into uh, the stereotypical um, view, you know, of the what if if it if it was a a black president um, of the United States, you know, how he would be not necessarily perceived. Um, well, I guess actually, yeah, perceived uh, in that position during those times and, and how things would be looked at if he handled it uh, that way, which is, you know, just a comparison of, of saying that, you know, I think Chappelle, the point he was trying to make was this is what GW is doing. Now let me do it in, in a comedy form as a quote unquote black president and let me put it out there for America to see what what that looks like, and 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 I'll leave that out there for you guys to look at and judge, or to look at and kind of hmm, you're gonna laugh about it, but you know, it's some it's some underlying truth to this. Mm-hmm. Was there any sort of uh, yeah? I mean, it was it was playing into I guess the I don't even know. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned stereotype. It was it was playing into some of that, and and it was um, it was just you know there wasn't any kind of cloak and dagger like uh, it was just to the point like this is basically this is what's happening. This is right. you know you whatever they're saying is not what's actually happening, and so this is what a quote unquote black president would have. You know, he's I guess keeping it real. <laughs> you know, just hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah, keeping it real, but on the on the same hand, lying. 
Yeah. <laughs> 40 Nations of the Willing, Stankonia. Stankonia. No, that, that was yes. a classic, you know, outcast album. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they titled their album Stankonia, and, he, you know, and he's he's just pulling, pulling shit out of thin air. Wasn't there a song drop it like bombs over Baghdad? Yeah, you know, bombs over Baghdad <laughs> was a song on the Stankonia album, so that you know that's that's that was a little play on on bombs over Baghdad. I, I you know, um, then he did the PlayStation line, you know, yeah, Japan said PlayStation. <laughs> so he did an excellent job. Basically, same thing that a a lot of people believe that bush was doing lying mm-hmm. about the reasoning and and what he had and and who was with us and all this kind of stuff but Chappelle just did it in a more colorful and comedic way um to 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 reach his audience but to to drive home that same point you know that bush is full of shit and he's lying mm-hmm. yeah and it was it was like england you know, the, the UK was was our England. Like, England, England was like our only really ally in that in that whole thing. Really, they were. Tony Blair was. I don't know. There's some something going on there where he. There must have been some ulterior motive for him to be wanting to be involved in that too, and like something, some deal with Bush. I don't know. I always think that there's some sketchy shit going on. But, of course. Uh, but yeah, I did like you know the. I loved. The, Jamie Foxx, like, we don't know much about the region. <laughs> it's like, we just... don't know what they have, and we just can't trust random shit <laughs> like, like George so eloquently put it. Eloquently put it. <laughs> that was great, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jamie did a great job with his with his with his um, accent there. It was it was it was pitch perfect. And he had that like red shiny like robe, like the smoking jacket on. <laughs> totally playing up that ascot. Red. He had the, the yeah. ascot on, and and then the 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 gray ro- uh, robe on, and it, yeah, it was great. <laughs> totally playing into that whole British <laughs> thing, and uh, <laughs> the guy that uh, the guy that says "cradle of fucking civilization." Um, yeah, random black dude. Yeah, it just said some black dude, and he's been in a few sketches. And we discussed him before. Yeah, about how he was discovered and he just showed up one day. Um, He's the holler at you. Yeah, holler holler at you guy. And he he just found that interesting and they recorded him doing it. Um, Yeah. I wonder what he's up to now once he's still alive. Because he's, you know, he was, seemed like a pretty old guy back in, in, you know, twenty. Two uh two thousand and three, two thousand and four. So Yeah. Yeah, and we had looked at his acting credits and really yeah, this is the only point. thing he's done. Um and so we have we have the uh we have uh Donnell Rawlings playing I guess what yeah, like you said, that would be our that would be the black Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was the black Rumsfeld. And then who's who's the guy that was black head of CIA? That was um, uh, most deaf, wasn't it? Most deaf, yes. Yeah, most deaf was the black head of CIA. <laughs> and we're 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 giving this to you, but I, if you have not seen it, this is available. That that skit is available on YouTube. Just type in Chappelle Black Bush, and it'll pop up. Um, yeah, yes. definitely check it out if you have not. Which I'm sure everybody that's listening to this podcast is you know have watched probably every Chappelle episode, but um. You're scrolling across this and you have not check it out it's it's amazing even the you know even the setup of the sketches is it's 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 amazing it is and uh you know it, it, it really encapsulates a particular time in our history that was damn near 20 years ago now and i don't know how many unbelievable people... gosh yeah there's people that are alive now that were like were just born during that time and probably don't even remember just how funny this is because of, you know, the whole thing with invading Iraq and, and, and like. Yeah. You had to kind of, to, to, you just raised a great point, Kyle. Um, yeah. You actually just raised a tremendous point. 
um if you kind of you kind of had to understand the time mm-hmm. and be there so for these these new kids that's coming up you know a lot of Chappelle they can still understand and get but there's certain skits like this one that is just just off the wall and just crazily funny to us <laughs> um they they probably won't quite quite understand it the more that I think about it now, because you kind of had to have some sense of the times and what was going on when all this was happening to really get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to uh, actually get it. That's what I, this is what I'm wondering now. It's like, you know, this shit is like hilarious to us and, and people who were, you know, who were around then that remember, but uh, you know, now we have this whole new crop of Chappelle fans that have popped up uh, because of his more recent stuff, the Netflix specials. And um, yeah, I mean, think about like if you're a freshman or a sophomore in college today, you were yeah, a baby. You were a baby. You don't know. Yeah, you have you no idea. Know. You don't know. <laughs> I mean, the only the only thing I can think is like whatever, like because you're right. There is some context that is needed to really get the sketch. Right. Um, are they reading about? Are they learning this in their? History books? <laughs> Are they teaching this in history classes? Not, I, I, probably not quite yet. I don't think. So yeah, we have touched on a what could be again for for certain generations. This is a, everything. Literally everything about this sketch is hilarious and completely on point, and it was totally topical at the time. Um, but you know, there's there's other people who are I, there's still funny thing, funny aspects of it, but. Yeah, if you don't have that that background of this is what happened, you know, that's why we I was tried to give a little context at the beginning of what happened. Right. So we're giving a brief lesson in uh, American history also. We're See, all about education here. All about education here on this podcast. <laughs> but the more um, you know. So um let's let's see, let's break it down. The the thing about the aluminum tubes was, was real. That was one of the that was one of the things that they had talked about as evidence of the fact that Saddam Hussein weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, that was the big thing. Remember, like this was why we went to war with Iraq was the weapons of mass destruction, which, by the way, the U.N. never found there. There, <laughs> there weren't any, <laughs> but, you know, and like, the, the yellow cake was real. The yellow now, of course, <laughs> now, of course, they, you know, they actually had the, the food that we eat yellow cake in the skit. And that's what made it funny. But there there's, you know, supposedly a substance that's called yellow cake. That's very highly dangerous um, that, that are used to make, quote unquote, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, it's a form um, of uranium. That, yeah, that, that could be used to make a, a nuclear <laughs> device. So. You know, Chappelle played with that a little bit. So um, I think that might be like, man, my favorite was... part. The the yellow cake part is it's so funny to me. Like, uh, it's like you know, there's he's got it wrapped up in this special CIA See. napkin. <laughs> but oh, let me ask you this, and, and of course, this is for those that that watch. So, do you realize that later on, um, I think when he's actually responding to the black guy for the question that he asked about the upheaval in Iran or, or however he, whatever he said, <laughs> even and, after the capture of Saddam. Yeah, say. <laughs> and, and when Chappelle is responding to that, or when black Bush is responding to that, do you notice over to the side that he's actually eating the cake? Man? Yeah, he's sitting there with there. the, <laughs> he's like just eating the yellow cake. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm that. sure that goes over a lot of people's head, but that I think that once again, I think Chappelle is a very intentional person. Yeah. I think that was intentional. Yeah. It was something that was real as far as um, Bush and and his regime. Well, Bush and his administration talking about yellow cake and the dangers and the finding it. And they had this, this and that. And so Chappelle used that. It was real, but he, he played on it, had real yellow cake. And then later on in the skit, he actually had the character eating it, kind of letting him be... know, you know, just a little play on it. 
It was great. I mean, it would be interesting to find out because you know they did, they they did a few. They did very few director commentaries. Right. They, this they, one didn't have it, did it? I don't no, recall this no. one having, having. This one the, didn't have it, but I would love to find out like if that part was actually written in or if they decided that on the fly. Like, hey, uh, you know, Black Rumsfeld, why don't you just why don't you be eating the the yellow cake like? Like whoever came up with that idea should get a fucking Emmy award. Like that is just the funniest shit to me. <laughs> yeah, so just just be eating the yellow cake. Um, yeah, and 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 we won't make it. And I think what makes it so genius is once again, it's not the fact they didn't make a big scene with with Black Rumsfeld being at the podium and you know and them wanting the audience to know hey he's eating the yellow cake no nope. <laughs> i think that's what makes it great he's off to the side and you have to really be paying attention yeah <laughs> to see him over there actually devouring the yellow cake and yeah it's, it's, it's just i think it was intentional and i think it was just phenomenally great man yeah, it's just kind of going on in the background and and you're right it's like you you would miss it if you weren't if you weren't paying attention the um the other thing and we might have to throw in the Howard Dean thing as well because i think it's related in the uh, situation about the gay people getting married by the way all this stuff that you know this is early 2000s again like to, to, in today's world these are there first of all there has been a black president <laughs> i mean let's let's not forget you know this this was an idea like that was totally at that time, unbelievable. Like, oh, that there, like, yeah, like there would ever be a black president. And then that was like part of why this, this sketch was funny. And I just thought about that. Like, okay, four years later, there actually was a black president. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> of course, at the time, I'm sure, you know, Dave had no thoughts of that or probably thinking that it was even possible at that point in time or, or that we were that close to uh to um reaching that milestone but mm-hmm. you know short time after it it happened it, it happened it happened and uh just i don't know now 6 years ago or 7 years ago something you know with the the whole gays getting married thing like that that's that's happened so gays are settling down <laughs> Um, it's just like it's funny to go back and watch this like the political stuff from from this show because it was it was during a time and the show was not on that long i mean 2002 to 2006 or 2000 something like that 2003 to 2006 so it's like this this strange little time in our history where we did these things that we that seemed impossible and they've all happened including gays settling down right Uh, and women touching on each other's titty balls. That's they get stiff and erect. <laughs> Blow on them. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. I, you know, it's like whatever. If 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 we're the only people who think it's funny, then you know. But I know for a fact that on the uh, Dave Chappelle subreddit, this is one of the very popular and and often quoted sketches as well. It's a top well, we're favorite. Not, we're not alone then. It is definitely, you know, and like I said, it's 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 a tragedy that... Uh, yes, it was a tragedy. <laughs> Could you repeat the question? <laughs> that, that many don't get to experience what we've experienced. Um, it's just a tragedy. Because yeah, once I again, I mean, you can watch it all day and 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 watch the Black Bush sketch. But once again, I mean, you had to understand and, and live through that time and actually have, you know, not saying be deeply involved in politics. But with, when all this was going on, you didn't have to just really be deeply involved in politics to to get the nature and, and to see GW on the screen and to hear his comments and what was going on with with. um you know, the war, the war with Iraq. And so you still got it. 
And so this just did a tremendous job making light of that, but also kind of shunning it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely, you know, for, for that time and, and era, I think this was something that you're right. You didn't have to be super politically engaged to, to understand. I mean, it was a big deal, right? Like we were at the country, we were at war. We had gone to war. I mean, shit, it was all, it was on the news. People, everybody was talking about it. It was a, it was a, it was a big thing. And, uh, and, and the, the thing about the UN, where he said, you know, you think I'm going to take orders from an African? <laughs> I mean, let's, I'll say this. I, I, I do believe that George W. Bush was a racist. And uh, I do believe. Of that. course you believe that. <laughs> I do. I do believe that he probably thought, you know, who's this guy, Kofi Annan or whatever, like the, the, the UN at the time, the head of the UN. Um, it's like, he's not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, I truly believe that, 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 that part is real. <laughs> Um, I know Gucci when I see it. <laughs> I'm rich. I have to disagree with you there. <laughs> of course. And 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 maybe purely because of what we've experienced over the last four years. Now that hear me, sir. Now that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that was racist. So, so me me thinking eight years prior to that. Uh, not so bad at all. So maybe if we hadn't experienced that, I would be right with you. But I'm telling you, man, the last four years have made, mm, (laughs) it's just like nothing was as bad. So, you know, it's hard to explain. Even in my eyes, I look at it. it, Okay. Let me, let me say this. Things have been so bad these last four years with, just social justice and social, the social climate. Mm-hmm. And that when it comes down to politics, I don't, I can't even see GW as a Republican right now. <laughs> That's how bad the last four years have tainted that party to me. That what was going on then was not, I mean, my goodness, you don't even view them as, you know, uh, I, I'm just at a loss of words. You don't even view them as, as that bad as we once viewed them. Right. No, hundred percent. It was like, you know, that it's like, you know, like I said earlier, it's like, wow, like I, I wish those were the problems that we had, you know, like that was a time when there was still this kind of idea that the office of the president was this, you know, very prestigious thing. And, um, you know, and politics was still somewhat cordial where people would disagree, but they would still work together. And we're much, much more divided now. I mean, the the Iraq war thing was very divided. It was a divisive issue. And I I think, but even then there were Democrats who, um, who supported, who supported it. Uh, things were not so directly down party lines and it was, it was still a little more, uh, I don't know. Things were, (laughs) things made a little more sense back then. Right. Yeah. We're just, we've, we've lived through this, it's like insane time where everything that, um, that you thought about politics (laughs) or the office of the president, uh, or Senate, has been uh, turned on its head. Yep. And you realize, like, shit, some of these, yeah, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. You know, Hillary Clinton supported the invasion of uh, of Iraq when she was a senator from, from New York. She did, and 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 I think that's that's one of the other reasons um, Barack got the nod and nomination during the time when he ran, because he mm, he was quick to throw that up in her face. Oh yes, and she that voted was, for that. Um, that was a big, big. Thing. Oh yeah, that was a big, big thing that he was quick to remind her of on the campaign trail. 
um, when they would debate or whatnot. So, and the funny thing about it is, um, you know, like to the idea that going to war was like that was the right. They the right wanted to go to war, the left didn't. Um, but when Trump was campaigning, he attacked Hillary Clinton for the invasion of Iraq as well. Uh, again, just flipping yeah. everything over on its head. Yep, absolutely correct. And that's, I think, what made him stand out. See, people, I guess, like, over time, they gain perspective. They're like, uh, hmm, this is the one Republican candidate out of, like, 20 of them that is saying, I never supported that war. I thought it was a bad idea. Of course, you know, who at the time, 2003, he was just a fucking guy, a, a real estate guy in New York. He was not, you know, he, he wasn't a politician or anything, but that was, <laughs> that's what made him stand out from the rest of them. That's true. But, you know, we have this idea that, like, they're the party of war, and that's, you're right, everything about it. Different times. So I... <clears throat> And I don't know where you had in mind for this to go next, but one thing that I noticed, so we talked about, you know, the setup with um, Bush and the reality of and, you know, what Chappelle was trying to do and all that. So now let's shift it and kind of talk about the similarities with the sketch and the modern Trump era. Mm-hmm. There was this sketch, if you think about it, there was some some pretty big similarities uh if you if you dig deep enough and kind of just think about it. Yeah. Um one that kind of clearly stands out to me is when Black Bush is I don't necessarily, I think, I don't know if it's, I think of the Rose Garden and he's in the microphone and he goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he's, well, you kind of t- touched on it a second ago when he's talking about Kofi guy, the African. Yes. Um, And, and when Black Bush goes, I know Gucci when I see it, I'm rich. <laughs> now, if you follow Trump and during his process of when he was running, when he first started answering questions about campaign finance and uh, he told him, he said, I'm not using any donors. I don't care. I'm really rich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a similarity. Yep. That's one. That's one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and repudiating the, the UN and telling the UN I, like, Hey, you know what? What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. I mean, Trump did that. Sanction me. Numerous times. So the UN yep. was saying like, uh, wait a minute. And it was just like, no, shut the fuck up, UN. <laughs> like, I mean, he really was the shut the fuck up president. Yeah. And I think that's what that was part of his appeal. Unfortunately, people love that. People are getting sick of politics as like the normal, just as usual politics. And that's kind of how Trump, I think got so popular because he was supposedly an outsider but but yeah the whole thing about just basically telling the un like to to go fuck themselves and doing whatever you want which is exactly what george w bush did i mean the un the un did not support this war at, at all and um you know we did it anyway right and another slight similarity and 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 where i see this at there was an article i read and i don't know if me and you discussed this off off air and talked about this but there's an article that i read that actually takes this and and um do exactly what we're doing breaks it down it talks about the whole the black bush episode or skit and it compares it with um with donald trump Mm. Did we talk about that? You and I off camera or off air? I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't think we but yeah, did. there's actually it, it I'll have to find it and, and send it to you. Um and I don't quite remember, but there was another one, another 
comparison that they that they uh, brought up, which was when Black Bush talked about the coalition of the willing, the 40 nations. <laughs> Ready to roll, son. And then the reporter was like, who? And then yeah. when, when Black Bush like looks around and ready to fight. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who the fuck said that? Like, who? Yeah. Trump, they compared it to when Trump was running. Um, he was asked a question by CNN's Jim Acosta. And he tried to ask Trump a question and and... Trump like refused to answer him and kind of was snubbing him in a way um, and gave him some BS response or or something. And, you know, so that kind of plays the same kind of role that Black Bush had did there and Mm -hmm. gave him the 40 nations and told him Stankonia is willing to (laughs) drop bombs over Baghdad and Japan was sending PlayStations and Rickety Rowell is coming. Rickety Rowell is coming. (laughs) I don't even know who Rickety Rowell is, but me neither. I'm, I'm it's assuming so some rapper or funny to me. So, yeah. <laughs> Rickety Rowell is coming. So, Africa so, and and, yeah. So yeah, I mean that was for four years. Trump, you know, he hated uh, reporters. He hated the press. Yeah, remember like when Biden first came into office, they started doing the uh, White House press conference every day again and like i'd forgotten that we used to do those because trump just said no we're not doing that anymore <laughs> right yeah <laughs> we don't yeah. like you know because it's like you ask the, you ask a reporter like, all right ask me a question and then they ask you a question that you don't like, like damn i knew i should have called on you <laughs> yeah exactly you know all the fake news crap and the media this media that but you don't give the media any access to anything from the jump so what really are you expecting? And throwing in like these these social issues as a distraction from these bigger things. I mean, like at the time for George W. Bush, it was gay people getting married. Um, I think for, for Trump, <laughs> that would be. Yeah, that shit is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, for for Trump, uh, one of his one of the distraction things that he used to keep people from you know, asking him questions that needed to be answered was the uh, transgender issues and like transgender people serving in the military. Right. So there's, there's a, there's so many parallels going on between uh, black Bush and former president Trump. (laughs) That is true. You know, these scapegoat issues, they always throw in the, like a social issue to distract people and, Gay marriage was not available because that, you know, right before Trump got elected, really, that became uh, so that got settled by the Supreme Court. So the next big thing was the transgender thing. What else? I feel like there's others. I don't know. I think we. <laughs> oh, we did. We already talked about Mars. <laughs> yeah, we did Mars already. Um, Like that has happened. <laughs> yeah. The Space Force we talked about. I think we may have covered it all, buddy. I think so. I think so. I think we got it all in in about an hour. <laughs> Having that big, like, uh, the big, like, mission accomplished speech, you know, like, the Trump was all about parades. Yeah, you know, we rocked in Bamas. He wanted to have the military parade and, and you know, just that, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I thought about that. The uh, the mission accomplished. You see me coming down on that plane? <laughs> um, yeah. God, that was an embarrassment. The whole mission accomplished thing. I mean, the media was pretty quick to point out like, okay, but we do still have 10,000 troops there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do we really accomplish? Yeah, what, what, uh, so when are, when are we leaving? Uh, and... Here it is, 2021. We're still there. Yep. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, <laughs> we did Black Bush. Black Bush. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hopefully, it won't take three months. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting there. We've been doing this for six months, and um, we have seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's the average of one a month. <laughs> yeah. No, we're doing we're doing so we're not well. really doing that bad. 
And, for a couple uh, of times in there, we, we we had got on a track. We were doing it every other week, I think. So, yeah, um, that that kind of helps our average. But yeah, we're not we're not much, too bad. Much more to cover. Lots of potentials. Um, you know, we, gosh, I you know we could do. Yeah, we have a lot more to cover. Um, you know, David's here recently making some new deals, getting paid, getting paid, like he rightfully should. Yes. To air his stuff. So, um, yeah. you know, we'll have that to talk about. Last time we were here, it was, you know, Boycott Chappelle show. Right. And now here we are. It's like, hey, go to Netflix and watch Chappelle show. Yep. Getting paid, getting paid. The man's getting paid. Way to go, young blood. Way to go, young blood. Calvin's got a job. <laughs> got to be a Chappelle fan to really know where that comes from. Well, all right, folks. We enjoyed you. Till next time. We're not just going to go to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin. We are going to go to New York. We're going to go to Vermont. We're going to go to Oregon. We're going to go to Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania. We're going to Cancun for spring break. We're going to go to Montreal. We're going to Vancouver. I'm going all over the world. And then I'm coming all the way to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah!